Welcome back to another episode of the Athletic Studio Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Oman. And I'm Gordon Jomini Vong. And on today's episode, we'll be chatting through all things tough advice your PT won't give to you. So, you know, you're investing quite a lot of money into your personal training. You want to make sure that you get some results. Yes. I've personally had a lot of, like I've hired a lot of personal trainers to, to actually help me, not for the studio, but to actually help me with my own, you know, health and fitness journey. So yeah, like I, you know, I appreciate some of like the hard, tough advice that they've had to personally give to me. So I know how beneficial like this topic is. Exactly. And I think not everyone will feel that they want a hard ass PT. No. And you don't necessarily have to be, but it's it's imperative that you do have honest conversations with your client, whether you're that hard ass or whether you're a bit more of a softer, like more of a gentle approach personal trainer. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is really important that you do provide the value that your client is coming in for, really. They do come in for good training, good education and good tips and mindset tricks. So yeah, I think we'll deep dive into that today and spill the tea. Yeah, for sure. Firstly, we want to ensure that your PT isn't a yes man. They're not saying, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, do two less reps. Yeah, that's all right. You're a little bit tired today. You're not going to push. All obviously within reason. There's a time and place for everything. But you don't basically want your PT to be a pushover. Like your PT should be taking control of the session and taking control of your health and fitness and your goals, especially if you're investing time, money, energy, all the rest in making sure that you reach these goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's imperative that they're not a yes man. Yeah, like the main job of the personal trainer is actually to hold to both give you support and accountability to what your initial goals are. So, you know, especially in the beginning, it's actually really important that your goals like are aligned and that you've set the right goals, the expectations for those goals are achievable and they're, you know, obviously they you've done it that, you know, the the smart way. And then from there, the the main job for the personal trainer is is to keep you congruent you know, with your words, actions and thoughts in line to actually achieve those particular goals. So if during the, if during the, the, and obviously the personal trainer is going to have some, you know, experience and expertise on what it's going to take to, for you to achieve those particular goals within that certain period of time. So if you're like in the PT session and you're training in a fat loss phase and you're taking two minutes rest, you know, you're, you guys are talking amongst each other for like two minutes, two, three minutes between between exercises, the personal trainer, like they know themselves that that training that way is not conducive to the results that you want, right? So unless unless you as a client know, like unless you as a client know that, the, the personal trainer could be like taking you for a ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think from, to be like transparent, from a PT's perspective, you do kind of approach every client differently and they're, you know, you understand them as a person and what will get the most out of them. And so not everyone wants that massive push. Some people come for more of that social aspect and that's fine, but it's important that your PT is kind of applying this to you and who you are as a person. So 
for me, if I came to a PT session, I want to make sure that, yes, we're social, but I want to have a really good session. Like yeah. I would come to a PT to probably probably do legs and probably have the hardest session of the week and really feel like I've been pushed and I'm outside of my comfort zone. It's important to have a great relationship with your client, but not to just treat them like a friend. Yeah. You need to make sure you have that professional boundary, especially making sure your client's always feeling comfortable, having comfortable conversations as well, but knowing when to flip the switch and be a little bit harder on your client and tell them the home truths that they need to. When you have a PT, it's really important that they don't just treat you like a friend. You want to turn up to your session and ensure that they're being kind, being social, but they're also putting you in their place. They're training you hard. They're making sure that you're not skipping out on reps. Yeah, it's great to be social for sure, but they're not letting you get away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. And for you as the client, like you're going to know that. Like when I do any personal training session or it could even be like I've had tennis lessons and golf lessons, right? So when I go in there, I want to be worked pretty hard. I want to get my money's worth. I want to be working. Basically, I want to be training for that you know, for that full hour. So if my instructor is talking too much, like I'm going to let them know or I'm going to know that, okay, well, this particular service, you know, maybe isn't like the best fit for me. You know, and it just comes back down to like, if you've got a skilled personal trainer, they're going to, they're going to see that, all right, this person just wants to be worked hard, just work him. Or this person... Or, you know, a very skilled personal trainer will be, you know, a good personal trainer like yourself, Kate, and they'll have a good balance or they'll just know, like they, they've got the skills to have those fun, interesting, smart conversations, but you're still going to get a good workout as yeah. well. So, Gordon, if I were to give you a scenario, I'm your client. I walk in, I'm in a fat loss phase and I tell you about my weekend. I had a great weekend. I went out to a bottomless brunch on Saturday, got home at about 4 a.m. And then on Sunday, just laid on the couch, sat around, didn't really do too much. I did go for a walk, made an effort, but, you know, I come back in, I want a fresh start on Monday. What would your advice be to me as a professional PT? I, yeah, that's a, it's a very, that's a very good scenario. There's, probably layers to this so it would be what the communication was like before yeah so if the client had let me know that we've had we've got that situation coming up and that we've planned for it and then she's had a you know she's had a good time so everything was done like beforehand we've just done what what was in our control then the following week would we would just be like okay let's you know, get back on track where, you know, getting, we're focusing on our nutrition and training. We're just getting back onto our normal routine. But if the scenario was, if it was something that wasn't planned and she had come into the session, like feeling guilty, then I would say, you know, okay, what could we have done better? You know, do you think, like, do you think those particular situations are going to help you with moving towards those particular like goals then i would you know it's all around like what i like to coach clients on is making sure that their words thoughts and actions are congruent with the goals that they set so if as long as it's congruent with the goals that they've set or what they're doing they're not going to feel bad so you know you kind of want to just take encourage like clients to like in that situation you can't say like I wouldn't, I would never say, you know, hey, you did the wrong thing. You did a bad thing because mm. it's just, there's nothing we can there's do no about point. it. Right. Yeah. So all you can kind of really do is just help them deal with the situation like better. Mm. So like I would coach them around like, okay, well, 
you know, next time you have an event coming through and just have a, have a think, you know, these are, these are your goals. What would that person who's already got those, got those goals, like, you know, what's going to make you feel good, like after that party or situation or scenario. And that, that could just be as simply as, you know, maybe not, you know, having less drinks or getting the training session in beforehand, or it could be just avoiding it altogether. Like it wasn't that, you know, the party wasn't that important anyway. So that's really just going to depend on the, on the person and how they deal with it. Like it's not my job to actually, it's like, it's not my job to plan their social calendar for them and Mm -hmm. go, no, you, you, you can go to this one. You can't go to this one. Like, you know, they're an adult, right? So my job is to teach them skills that they can kind of take on for the rest of their life and make the right decisions and like feel good so they don't, you know, so that I don't kind of like feel guilty. Yeah, absolutely. I think if I were to hire a PT, I would want someone to make me feel empowered about my decisions. And as you said, give them, like give me the education to understand like what to do in that scenario, as you touched on, which is a really important aspect. But also if I were to speak to my PT in this scenario, I also would want them to have an honest conversation and not let these things slide. So I think that if you're coming into your sessions like this and your PT is not really acknowledging it or not doing anything in terms of giving education around, you know, what to do better next time, then that could be potentially a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what I look for, you know, for potential coaching opportunities with, with clients is if they're complaining about their results or if they're like unhappy. Mm. Because then that tells me that they're probably not being empowered about their decisions. And then that's where we can kind of like coach them. So, you know, for you yourself, as someone who's going on your, your fitness journey, is that you, yeah, you want to be like, you want to be aware of, okay, how you feel like, you know, at certain points of the day, like after social events or after, after situations where you think that they're negative situations. And if you feel bad about it, then, you know, obviously that's like a, it's like a learning experience. What could you have done better to make yourself feel better in that situation afterwards? Or, you know, you can empower yourself and go, look, like I have this social event coming up and I'm going to go there. I'm going to have the best time and then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, then I'm going to get back into my training. We have a lot of clients that do that too. Mm. And they tell us, they're like, look, yeah, we're going to the races. Mm. You know, we've got this birthday cup party coming up. We've got going to this wedding. Yeah, exactly. And I think, as we said, it's all about empowerment and education. Mm. It's like how to prepare before, how to just get straight back into it after. They all have amazing social lives. They go to amazing dinners all the time. And we love that. We love nothing more than such a balanced lifestyle, but knowing that you can still get results from doing that. Yeah. And I think being able to be honest with your PT as well and not being scared to be like, oh, so I actually did have a bit of a bigger weekend or whatever that may be. Like they having a PT that also doesn't show judgment, it's just, it's, it is comforting. Mm. You know, you don't want to be scared going into a session being like, oh my God, God, it's going to bloody make me do a thousand burpees because I drank a drink on the weekend. So also having that relationship with your PT, I think is super important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And on hiring a PT, obviously you want accountability and you want your personal trainer to be honest with you. So can you chat to an experience when you've had to have a serious or more honest chat with one of your clients? Yeah, it would, it would probably just be down more often than not. It's just realigning their goals 
let's say in the middle of their of their journey yeah. just because I start noticing that you know their words actions and thoughts aren't in line with the initial goals that they set so sometimes you know clients can be like thinking that they need to achieve the goal to make me happy yeah, yeah. whereas if it's not the case it's like no. it's not my goal like yeah, it's, yours. it's yeah. your goal and I want you to be happy with the way that you're going to achieve your goal as well yeah so yeah, like if they're having like too many social social dinners or events and it's not really and it's not congruent with the deadline that we've set, then yeah, there've been you know, there've been some instances where I've like, hey, look, you know, I, I've noticed this is what's happening. Like, do you think it's realistic for us to achieve your goal by then? Mm. Like, are you happy for us to if we instead of losing your next five kilos in the next five weeks, with the way that, you know, with the way that your work events and social events are happening, you know, if we, would you, be, you know, would you be happy? Like, it's more likely that we're going to, we're going to achieve this in like eight to 10 weeks. Are you going to be happy with that? Yeah. And if they say yes, then like, okay, that's great. They can, you know, they don't have to feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> like we can like have a good time, like training and we're still going to get to our goals. Yeah, exactly right. And to chat on the flip side of this kind of conversation is, you know, from a PT's perspective, like you can, you can get the best program, the best nutritional guidance, the best advice. But as a client, if you're not actually adhering to it, then, I mean, it's a two-way street. So Mm -hmm. you've got to show up for yourself as well and put in the work to get these results. It's not like you can't just turn up to your session and expect everything to kind of work out. Yeah. So understanding that we need to execute the plan Otherwise, results won't eventuate. And that's not the PT's fault. That's more so a self-reflection that may needs to, ha- like, may need to happen and may need to, as you said, realign goals or change behaviours. Yeah, that, that's where, that's where the, you should have a personal trainer that, you know, is going to have those conversations with you and steer you on the right track because, you know, sometimes like you as the client, like maybe you don't know like what it, how many sessions you need to be doing, the intensity that you need to be training at, you know, the nutrition compliance that you need to be like adhering to, to achieve that particular goal. Like that will actually, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, the, the, the trainer, like not being that yes person and they should be holding you accountable to not even holding you accountable. Like they just need to like you know, educate you in that mm. in that smart way. Yeah, exactly. I think education has been a big topic of today. So I guess if your PT is not providing education, if they're not asking you questions, if they're not kind of pushing the boundaries or challenging your beliefs, then maybe it's time to look elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Beliefs. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, like a really good example with this one is, you know, when we're sometimes sitting down with clients and they're having like cereal for breakfast, orange juice for breakfast as well. And it can can come back down to like, you know, the personal trainer saying, hey, like if we want to shut really like shatter some beliefs and like people think that that type of breakfast is normal. Whereas if, you know, as we know, like thousands and thousands of years ago, like we didn't have like cereal, orange juice, Mm. like it's all really just convenience foods, right? Yeah. So if you have a if you have a personal trainer that's like really like really educated and like really good with mindset around like challenging like your limiting beliefs as well mm. like that's going to be so good 
yeah, because they're going to hold you to a, you know, to a higher standard and make you kind of like achieve more as well. Like another common thing would be when clients come here and they're injured, like, oh, they, they think, oh, okay, I, can't, I need to be doing deadlifts or what I was doing in my fitness classes before to achieve a body transformation. Whereas if like for us, it's like, no, you don't really necessarily need to be doing those compound exercises. There are many ways that you can train with equipment that's a lot more safer for you to achieve those particular goals as well. So anything you want to add on that, Kate? Yeah. So I think just from a client perspective, know that when you turn up to your personal training sessions, it's not a friend's catch up. You are there to do work. Obviously you're there for a common goal and your PT should acknowledge that as well. It's great to have social interaction. It's great to have banter with your PT, but at the end of the day, if you're not getting worked, if you're not progressing towards your goals, then that could be a bit of a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's correct. I guess what, what I teach the personal trainers here is, you know, I, we do have clients who are, you know, let's say they, they end up becoming friends mm. over time, right? Absolutely, but yeah. If, if friendship is the goal in the beginning, is it, we're less likely to achieve the particular goal just because, you know, like you're the personal trainer may be less likely to give that harder ad- advice that you need to hear, but you don't want to hear mm. as well. So uh, like what I like to, to teach is basically look, you know, for, for the personal trainers here at Athletic Studio is look for the, at least for their first, you know, three to four months of training, you obviously, you know, we're always professional, but don't be their friend. Just focus on like getting them their result first. And then what will happen is that like you as the client will be so happy about your results. You'll, you'll end up like, you know, like loving the personal trainer, asking them what the personal trainer has been doing on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like the friendship is actually just naturally going to occur. Whereas if like a lot of personal trainers, you know, that aren't in athletic studio, they're in like your big box gyms. Like friendship is actually their way of of running a business. Yeah. Because they think that if I can make this client my friend, they're not going to leave. They'll stick around. They're going to stick around. Yeah, yeah. And look, and for if that's the type of personal trainer that you want, and like I said, I think in the previous podcast, you know, you can go pay for a friend if you want to. But Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on, on what you want. Like like here, we're results-based. Yeah, right? exactly. So, I think at the end of the day, the best personal trainers out there get results mm, and have good relationships with their yeah. clients. They have that balance. And come to Athletic Studio, you'll you'll see that. Yeah, you'll figure it out. <laughs> it's true. But no, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. We chatted all thing advice. PTs won't give you and explored a yeah. bit to the both the personal training side and the client perspective too. So yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, and if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram and yeah, let us know how the podcast is going and like my. and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Download the episode, all that stuff. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. If you found this episode useful, it would mean the world to us if you shared, rated, and liked this podcast. It's how we keep it alive. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Athletic Studio. We'd love to connect with you and see how your fitness and health improves with this newfound knowledge. Until next time.